Bruce Nolan is standing by. Hey, wacky Bruce. Coming to you from an undisclosed location, this is the Bruce Exclusive. And here's your host, Bruce Nolan. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another edition of the Bruce Exclusive, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Nolan. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bruce Exclusive. Welcome back. You know, before the draft this year, I did a little ditty. I spit out a little podcast that was specifically around skills and traits and the difference between the two of them because those terms are used interchangeably and I don't think they are interchangeable terms. If you have not listened to that podcast, this one is not necessarily a sequel per se to that podcast, but it's helpful if you listen to that one first. That is from April 21st. So, You can go back to the April 21st episode called A Skillful Traitor of the Bruce Exclusive, and you can listen to that and you will feel a little bit more involved in the discussion that we're going to have today. But you may have heard me on occasion say a few things over and over again on this podcast, Bruceisms, if you may. How and why are more important interrogatives than what is a famous Bruceism? The phrase intellectual honesty pops up a lot on this podcast. But one of the things that you'll consistently hear me say, if you have not already, is the phrase traits give you options. And you know, I realized after doing that podcast and then having a bunch of discussion pop up on my timeline this week on Twitter.com about the arm strength of a certain Miami Dolphins quarterback to a Tungo Vailoa, I thought, huh, the thing I had planned on doing this week, we're not going to do it. Instead, we're going to fast forward something that I was going to do later on this offseason, and we're going to kind of twist it a little bit. We're going to be creative. We're going to be adventurous. We're going to do things out of the ordinary. Because... I can be adventurous. I can do those things. I can go off schedule. I can totally go off script. I just don't like it. But I do it for you because I love y'all. So today, we are going to dive into the phrase, traits give you options. Because nobody out there can take a phrase that is four words long and turn it into an entire podcast the way that we can here at the Bruce Exclusive. So the Tua arm strength debate popped up on social media. And of course, because it is a division rival of the Buffalo Bills, I know rival is kind of a weird term because we're going to go into that later, just so you know, this offseason rivalry is going to be a thing. But my discussion has been that rivals, the term rivalry is not determined by the wins and losses of the teams involved. Some people would say that rivalries can only be rivalries if they're even, if they're back and forth. But if one team consistently beats up the other team, it's not really a rivalry. Now, I disagree with that 
Because I don't think that the teams make it a rivalry at all. I think the fans do. So if the fans have general antagonistic approaches to each other consistently, they think about each other when they're not playing each other. That, to me, counts as a rivalry. So we're going to go into that much deeper later on this offseason. But I just want to kind of a little preview there. Yes, I would consider the Miami Dolphins a division rival. I struggle with whether or not to call them that and go down a little bit of this rabbit hole for this episode, but I'm going to go ahead and do that. It's kind of a backdoor pilot for another episode that we're going to do. So yeah, I'd say the Dolphins are rivals. And because of that, Buffalo Bills fans across the world are not afraid to comment on the arm strength or lack thereof of Tua Tungavaloa, the Miami Dolphins quarterback. So a quick reminder before we get started on skills versus traits. If you've already listened to the episode that happened on April 21st called a skillful trader, you will already know this, but a reminder, the conclusion was that the difference between the two lies in the capacity for improvement. Skills contain more capacity for improvement and traits contain little to no capacity for improvement. That's how you define the differences between the two. Now, the phrase traits give you options branches off from this. So we've defined trait as a phenomenon that has little to no capacity for improvement. So now that I've said traits give you options and we've defined trait, traits give you options. What do we mean by options on this? Options means unlocking options for either the play designer or the player. Unlocking avenues to success for either the player or the play caller slash designer. I can do more things before the ball is snapped or I can do more things after the ball is snapped. If those pathways are expanded then that falls under the definition of traits give you options. The options and the pathways are expanded either before the snap or after the snap by the presence of a trait. So that's what I mean when I say traits give you options. Options matter because of the rock, paper, scissors nature to offensive and defensive play design that I consistently talk about the fact that we're not comfortable with. The reason why NFL teams are searching out quarterbacks who can create off schedule, can create off script, can go get you a bucket, is because so many times the right play can be called on defense to line up perfectly with what you're trying to do on offense. And when those times arise, it's like having an extra hand. We're going to take this rock, paper, scissors metaphor out quite a distance. So, you know, hold with me here. If I throw rock, paper, scissors, and after I am done throwing and you've thrown, and it turns out that I lost, and I still, after that, have the ability to throw another hand, That's a cheat code. That's not fair. If I throw rock and you throw paper and you go, ha, I got you. And then I get a chance to throw another hand and it's scissors. I take off my sock and throw my shoe. 
throw my foot and say, ah, I do the scissors with my foot. You look at me and go, that's not fair. That's the same thing we say about quarterbacks who have the ability to create off script. We go, that's not fair. And that's exactly what it's like to defend them. That's what it's like to defend players like Josh Allen. That's what it's like to defend players like Patrick Mahomes, players like Aaron Rodgers. It's unfair, and it feels unfair because of the presence of their traits. There is a level of rock, paper, scissors to offensive and defensive play design that we are not comfortable with. We should be, but we're not. We think that every single offensive play that doesn't work out is a failure on behalf of the offensive coordinator or the quarterback or somebody, and that's not necessarily true. You hear this phrase all the time. The other people get paid too. But the trump card is a specific trait. And being able to play off schedule is a collection. That's a bundle of traits. Mobility, arm strength, the ability to throw off platform. It's a bundle of these traits all packaged together in this nice little casserole. The ability to play off schedule is a trait casserole. I know, food metaphor, right? It's a bundle of traits all thrown in a pan. Because if I can only throw rock and paper and the other person knows that, it matters. Because then they can just keep throwing paper over and over and over again to create ties or victories. Because my ability to do more things is inhibited by the fact that I can't throw scissors. That's the reason why it works. The reason why the game of rock, paper, scissors works is because I can throw three things and you can throw three things. But if I can only throw two because I no longer have those traits, I just don't have as many options available to me. You, as a person who knows that about me, can just keep throwing paper over and over and over again. And if I throw paper, then we tie. And if I throw rock, then I lose. It's like playing tic-tac-toe. I don't know if you guys are high-level tic-tac-toe players or not, but if you do it right, you can force a situation where you literally can never lose tic-tac-toe. I have never lost a game of tic-tac-toe since I became like eight and figured this out. If you have the right strategy, you can literally never lose. The worst case scenario is a cat, which is a tie. That's what it's like to be short on traits specifically at the quarterback position. That's the reason why the Buffalo Bills defense can provide things to a lesser gifted quarterback because every defense gives up something and feel pretty confident that they're going to be able to perform well against this quarterback because the things that they are giving the quarterback to take advantage of, the quarterback can't take advantage of because they don't have those traits. They don't have that arm strength. They don't have that mobility. They are unable to take advantage of what the defense is giving them because what the defense is giving them would require a trait they don't have. That's what it's like to be shorthanded. So when I say traits give you options, I mean it allows you to throw three things instead of two. Because if you throw can only throw two, that's bad. When I say traits give you options, it means the defense can't constantly be giving you the same thing as a quarterback because you can't take advantage of that. Imagine going to the sideline and your offensive coordinator is going, dude, they're giving you the honey hole shot. 
They're giving you the honey hole shot. You go, I understand that. I can't make that throw. It's like Iron Man 1. I'm going to make a Marvel reference again. I'm sorry to those people who haven't seen it. Iron Man 1. The villain, Obadiah Stane, looks at his scientist and says, Tony Stark built this in a cave with scraps. And the scientist looks back at him and goes, I'm not Tony Stark. I can't do this. I can't take advantage of the tools I have because I don't have the traits. I can't do that. So in a completely drawn out way, that is what I mean when I say traits give you options. We are going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about some of those traits and specifically how they attach to specific options. Stick with me. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for joining me for this edition of the Bruce Exclusive, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Nolan. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bruce Exclusive. Welcome back. You know what's a good thing that you don't have a camera on me right now? Because the amount of enunciation that it takes, my mouth does crazy annoying things when I'm speaking because, you know, we've talked about this before. This is not my usual voice. And so I make really weird faces with my mouth. And I was just realizing this as I was going to break there. And I was like, I'm really doing weird things with my face right now. It's a good thing that they don't have a camera on me for a lot of reasons, you know, FBI and stuff like that. But I just thought that was funny. So we talked about what it means when I say traits give you options. So let's just talk about a couple. We cannot possibly go through all of them. But let's start with quarterback. And let's start with one of the most obvious things and the thing that initially generated this discussion to occur when it did, and that is arm strength. We were talking about Tua Tungavailoa and the Miami Dolphins quarterback's arm strength. Arm strength. What does it mean when you have arm strength? You check that box as a trait. Well, first off, it means that bootlegs don't mean half-field-only options. Because usually... When you boot, you cut off half the field. Not when you're Josh Allen, you don't. That is annoying because the boot generates more time in the pocket. More time in the pocket means more time necessary to cover. And you have to stick to your guy. Even if he's on the opposite side of the field, you have to stick to your guy. Make them defend every blade of grass. That's what arm strength gives you. The necessity to defend every blade of grass. The bills do not have to defend every blade of grass at every time against Tua. That's not something they need to do because he's not always threatening at all times to all levels of the field. That doesn't mean he can't be successful. He just doesn't do that thing because he doesn't have that trait. So the defense needs to cover longer because at any time you can make the throw to any spot. But that also means they need to cover deeper. If they need to cover deeper, that opens up underneath throws late, which is normally a no-no. We've talked about this before. You can break rules when you have exemplary traits. One of the rules is never throw late over to the middle. How many times have you seen Josh Allen throw late across his body to the middle of the field? He can get away with it. He can break the rules because he has exemplary traits. He has exemplary arm strength. You can pull off things that other people can't pull off. It also allows later throws into windows, which lessens the necessity 
to guess on coverages. You've heard me say this phrase before. Arm strength and anticipation are inversely correlative in their necessities. The more of one you have, the less of the other you need. If you don't have a strong arm, you have to be more anticipatory. The necessity to be more anticipatory opens up the idea that you can guess wrong. It opens up the idea that you can be fooled because you can't wait for it to become open. You have to guess that it's going to be open. And there's certain quarterbacks who can do that at an extremely high level consistently. But ultimately, see it open and throw it open would be perfect because that would lower your opportunities for interceptions, right? Well, only if you have a cannon. Only if you have an absolute hose. Otherwise, you have to throw it earlier. And because you have to throw it earlier, you have to guess more often. And because you have to guess more often, you're more likely to be fooled. So these things trickle into other things. One, which causes another, which causes another. This is why traits matter, because it's not as simple as they can't throw it 60 yards flat-footed. Throwing it 60 yards flat-footed isn't really that practical. Miami Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel, when asked about Tua's arm strength, said what I believe to be a correct statement, which is there really isn't a lot of practicality to throw it that deep. And he's right. That, however, is not, is not the only thing that matters when it comes to arm strength. Arm strength gives you options because it's a trait. And you have less options at your disposal when you have less of the trait. Let's talk about a different quarterback trait. Mobility. Well, the obvious thing is going to be, well, the run game, right? Zone read. And that's that's great. That's true. That gives you an option. Zone read occurs less frequently and less dynamically with less mobile quarterbacks. And that's true. But then you also have to gain respect on bootlegs. And if you gain respect on naked boots, that means that edge defender can't crash down, which then helps the run game because then it opens up cutback lanes for the run game, especially if you're running zone. So now all of a sudden, your quarterback's mobility helps in the run game that it doesn't even involve the quarterback running because now that edge defender has to respect the idea that the quarterback could come out the backside. He's got to stay home. He's got to stay true, which now opens up potential cutback lanes. So now we're seeing quarterback traits that impact plays where the quarterback only touched the ball for a few seconds and he handed the ball off. He had the ball for what? Three quarters of a second? A full second, maybe? And that's it. But yet the ability of that quarterback to be mobile is now helping that play be more successful and have a greater chance of being successful. How about the disinclination to run man coverage? They're like, I don't want to run man. If I run man, he'll chew me up. That quarterback will take off, run, pick up 12 yards on third and 10, backbreaking, crushing. Do you have any idea how annoying it must be to be the defensive coordinator who has to play against Josh Allen? What are you going to do? I mean, I want to run man, but... I can't really do it because I need a spy. So, okay, great. Now you're taking man with a spy, but now you're taking somebody out of coverage against players like Stefan Diggs. Well, you can't do it all. 
You can't say, I want to run man, but I also want to spy, but I also want to double dig. You can't do it. That's not a thing. Sorry, you can't have everything you want. Why? Because no matter what you do, there is a trait that opens up an option for success of that offense against you. It's about minimizing possibilities for an offense to be successful. And if they have tons of traits from their quarterback position, they have good skill positions, the world is their oyster. It's about options and the ways and methods by which they can beat you. How about changing the rust strategy? We have seen this from Buffalo Bills defensive linemen. Changing the rush strategy. Don't get too far upfield. Don't open up rush lanes. If the quarterback is no threat to scramble for eight yards on third and seven, that doesn't matter. Pin your ears back. Let's go get him. Because it's probably not going to happen. And if they do, they probably know they're not a good athlete, which means by the time they make the decision to run, it's probably too late and they'll get taken down from behind. So again, all of these things I just mentioned, all of these changes, these accommodations that the defense has to make due to one trait, quarterback mobility. So when you're looking at draft prospects and you're checking off the boxes when it comes to traits, this is the reason why these things matter. Arm strength, mobility, this is why they matter. This is why the days of, well, he's a prototypical pocket passer. Those days are becoming fewer and fewer and fewer. And nowadays, it's actually viewed as a negative. Before, it was like, okay, well, you know, I mean, he's, he's, he's pocket passer. It's fine. It's just, this is what they are. I mean, yeah, if he could run a little bit, that's great. But now, if you can't do it, it's a derogatory mark. It's not a... Plus, when you can do it, it's almost a negative when you can't because the expectation of what teams are looking for in NFL quarterbacks has changed and you better be able to do that. You got to be able to do that. And if you can't, it's a negative. It's not an added bonus now. It's not a nice plus. It's a preferred trait because of all the things I've mentioned. Let's do a couple more. Let's go running backs. How about speed when it comes to running back? Obvious, right? Threatening the edges of the defense. Great. Speed threatens the edge of defense. Why on earth were the Buffalo Bills wanting to get a running back with some speed? It forces edge setting to be a priority. And if edge setting is a priority, got to keep him inside of you. Got to keep him inside of you. Can't let him get the corner. If that's the case, then it opens up lanes inside. And splitting out wide might force defenses to change personnel if they don't want a linebacker on him. You flex out James Cook. Now, all of a sudden, they might not feel quite as good about having a linebacker on him because he's going to run with him down the sideline. And they've watched enough James Cook film at Georgia to know that he'll run a fly route. They'll throw it to him. It's a real thing. It's a trait that gives them an option. Whereas if the offense flex out Devin Singletary, they're fine having a linebacker on him. They're fine. Devin Singletary is not going to burn that linebacker deep. There's a lot of linebackers that are as fast, if not faster, than Devin Singletary. Traits give you options. So, back to Tua. Tua does not have the options available to him that Josh Allen does because he doesn't have the traits that Josh Allen has. That doesn't mean he can't be successful. But the comments that showed up on my Twitter feed this offseason 
brought me to this idea that we should talk about this a little bit. The path to success is just narrower. If you have fewer options, you need to be exemplary at the things you do have. It's about the sum of the total quantified traits. I'm going to do some quick math here. I'm going to show you. If you have a create a player on a video game and they have these traits from one to 10 and Josh Allen for mobility, he has nine and for arm strength, he has 10 and you don't have those things instead of mobility at nine, it's mobility at four. And now instead of arm strength at 10, it's arm strength at six. Okay. That's fine. I'm not saying it's impossible for you to be successful. I'm saying you now have four points and five points that you need to make up. You've got nine points you got to make up elsewhere. So the accuracy, ball placement better be a 10. Anticipation better be a 10. Diagnosing defenses better be a 10. Pocket mobility, pocket awareness better be a 10. Because you've got nine points now you got to make up elsewhere. And that's all it means. That is all that it means on the very fundamental level. That's what the phrase traits give you options means. And that's what lack of traits giving you lack of options means. And we all point to Drew Brees and we all point to Tom Brady as players who did not have exemplary traits. Tom Brady, not a good athlete, reasonable arm. Drew Brees, not a good athlete, not very tall, not a great arm. And they were, they were exemplary at these other things. And I would argue that one of the contributing factors to why quarterback play has gotten better over the last decade or so in the NFL is because they've recognized that people like Tom Brady, people like Drew Brees, they don't grow on trees. Finding people who are tens in accuracy, finding people who are tens in anticipation and football IQ, that's not going to happen very often. So let's get people with a bundle of traits. Let's get the Josh Allens of the world. Let's get the Trey Lances of the world. Let's get the Lamar Jacksons of the world. Let's get the Patrick Mahomeses of the world. Let's get these players who give me a bundle of traits. I'm not saying Trey Lance is a really, really good quarterback. I'm saying that they drafted him because of the bundle of traits. That's the reason why. And now, if you don't have a wide array of traits, that's a negative. You don't have the mobility. That's a negative. You don't have the arm strength. It's a negative. Why? Because traits give you options. And options help you win games. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. I'm Bruce Nolan, Buffalo Rumblings. Buffalo Rumblings.